Hi, welcome to Tuesday Night Chats with Dr. B. Baker and the Tell It Like It Is program. As you can see, I'm not in the studio tonight. I am sitting right here at home between Christmas and Thanksgiving. And see, Christmas is on that side, Thanksgiving's on that side, so we catch both of you. And so tonight we're gonna talk a little bit about Thanksgiving. I know that this is an exciting time for most of you. You get to see your sweet, gentle families and <clears throat> you get to see all those people that you love and all of those that agree with you about everything. And I have one suggestion, don't talk politics, <laughs> please. <laughs> Unless you have a family that everybody agrees, I would not recommend don't talk politics and don't talk Bible because you will have, uh, or you wait until the end of the dinner, wait until the end of everything, until everybody's getting ready to go out, and that way you can talk it, and then you don't have to buy any Christmas gifts. So, anyway, I'm just giving you some advice. Um, probably not the greatest advice in the world, but at any rate. Um, I, I wanna talk about, um, uh, we were talking on Sunday about the relationship with God and uh, people. And a lot of times, you know, people talk a lot about uh, God told me, God said, God did, God, all of these different things. But then you see the relationship that we have with one another, and we know that you didn't spend much time with God. At least you didn't spend much time hearing from God and hearing the correction that God had to give. You know, I, I find that when I spend time with God, when I spend time in his presence, and he's allowing me to know how it is that he wants to flow through me. He's allowing me to know what it is that he wants to do in and through me uh, that affects others. I was on an apostolic call a few minutes before I got on, on, on this call, a, a Zoom call, and we were talking about restoration. And I believe that one of the things about restoration is, is that we need to have some restorative things that happens within us. There's so many, so many times that we're walking around and we are, are double-minded within ourselves. I'm gonna read something to you out of the book of James. Um, and, and some of the things that he, well, actually I sure do like Peter. I would read something to you out of that, but I already told you I was gonna go to James. So I might as well keep that part of my word and then go to the extra part of my word. James says this. Come on, James. Okay, Jacob. Okay. It says, um, he's talking to the 12 tribes that are scattered abroad, but he also talking to us. And, and he said, my brothers, count it all joy when you fall into different kinds of temptations, diverse temptations, knowing that the trying of your faith develops patience. But let patience have a complete, have, uh, let patience complete its work. So patience uh, has a job to do. It's an active thing. It says, let patience complete its work. Why? That you may be mature and complete, lacking nothing. If any one of you lacks wisdom, it's really interesting. Now listen to this. Without patience, you can't get wisdom. And without wisdom, you're going to be in a lot of want. How do I know that? Because the word of God says so. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all men, all people, literally, liberally, and without criticism. 
and it will be given to you, but let him ask in faith, okay? I asked for wisdom, and I know that I'm going to get it. Well, I didn't get the wisdom that I wanted. I got the wisdom that God thought that I needed. Ah, maybe God didn't really know what it was that I really needed because God doesn't know everything. And this is the way that we act sometimes. God gives us wisdom. And there is one time that you can ask for wisdom and really believe that you're going to receive wisdom that you don't get it. But most of the time what happens is we get the wisdom that we don't want. And that wisdom comes in waves. And sometimes it comes in situations, circumstances. It comes in words. It comes in in uh, his leading us into a direction, his leading us into a place that we don't want to go. And that's the place that we're going to get wisdom. Wisdom is not something that was sitting on top uh, like manna. You know how the manna was out at, on the ground and they just go out and pick up the manna. Well, that's not the way wisdom is. Wisdom is something that you have to dig for. And when you go ahead and you start to dig, well, what do you mean dig? Sometimes you have to go through uh, uh, different things in order to get to the answer, in order to get the wisdom. Wisdom is something that he says, with all of your getting, get understanding. Get understanding about the fact that wisdom is something that you're going to do some digging for. Okay, let me continue with this verse. It says, um, he gives it to you, but let him ask in faith without wavering. Really interesting. What does that mean without wavering? Well, what that probably means for you and I is this. I ask God for wisdom about this situation, but I guess he's not going to give it. I guess I'm not going to get that wisdom. And then he's already given you the wise answer to it, but it doesn't fit your scenario. Or it's going to be as a client of mine told me today, that's hard. How, this is so hard. This is so difficult. I'm going through this. This is not going smooth in my life. Where do you think wisdom comes from? Where do you think anything comes from? If it was right on top of the ground where you could just go by and pick up, I want a little wisdom today. Give me a little of this. Give me a little of this. Give me a little of this. I mean, uh, it, it's, it's not going to be something that you're going to just pick up easy, you know. Okay, Thanksgiving is here. Thanksgiving is coming in a couple of days. If anybody's going to cook a meal worth, uh, worth eating, then I guarantee you they're going to have to start their prep work today or tomorrow. Uh, they're, if they're going to have dressing, that's what, well, that's what black people call it, uh, stuffing. I, I don't know what that is. But dressing, they're going to have to have ingredients. If they're going to have to have if they're going to have a meal worth having, they have already started preparing. They have already started their prep work. They have already sent people to every store that they could possibly send them to, to pull in the ingredients. I'm one that I am so blessed because um, I have daughters, I have children that love to shop. They love to go to the grocery store. I mean, I am just so blessed. They love to go to the grocery store. So they go to these grocery stores. But one of the things of it is, is this. In order to make something turn out the way that it's supposed to, not only do you have to have the right ingredients, but you have to have the right uh, type of ingredients. It's just like if you're going to cook something and you're going to need butter in it, and God is saying, I need you to do this, and you grab any kind of butter. 
I guarantee you it is not going to taste like it's supposed to. It is not necessarily going to work. Or if you're going to have a certain kind of pie or certain type of potatoes or some of these things and you go and buy all this off-brand stuff and you're going to say, you know what? This doesn't taste like it normally tastes. Well, of course it didn't because you did shortcuts, you did cheap cuts, okay? Here is one of the things that I want you to realize. When you're going for wisdom, when you're going for the wisdom of God, there is no cheap cut. There is no shortcut. There is no cheap, uh, cheap cut. What you're going to have to do is you're going to have to go through the things that are necessary. You're going to have to go through the steps that are necessary in order to not only get the wisdom, but what if you got the wisdom? You got the wisdom on how to do something, on what to do. But then you didn't get understanding on how to do it. You didn't get knowledge. You didn't get all of those things. You see, it's not just getting the wisdom. It's just not knowing how to, how, how, uh, what it is that someone wants, what it is that someone needs, but it's how are you to uh, interact with that person with it. As a therapist, I have different types of clients. There are some clients that I am so blunt with, so just... I meant just sharp with, just, you know, uh, uh, ready to, to I, I don't shake them, but at any rate, it feels like I can because that's how hard I can hit them with information. And they'll take that information, straightforward, all of it. And then I have others that are like little birds and you have to, you have to deal with them in, in manners that is totally different. I was talking to uh, um, uh, a person today, I was talking to a person and this person happens to be a, 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 an apostle. And I was telling them, I said, you know, uh, apostolic people, apostles are, 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 pers are people that are mainly very straightforward. They're ones that are straight to the point. But many pastors, many pastors, you have to talk to them differently, especially if they've been raised in a pastoral uh, pastoral manner. Well, it's the same kind of thing in your house. There's the same type of thing with you, within within all of us. There's different levels and different ways that we are able to deal with things. And so what we have to do is we have to learn that we have to decide, we have to make decisions. I'm going after wisdom. I'm going after the wisdom that I need for this situation so that I can achieve what it is that I'm going to achieve. And in order to do that, you're going to have to go through some areas of your life that you did not want to confront. On Sunday, I talked about my past life. I talked about a lot of different things that I had gone through in order to get to where it is that I am in my call, in my, uh, my assignment, in my purpose, in my destiny, and uh, God had allowed me to go through a lot of things that seem cruel, that seem harsh, that seem hard, uh, but I was willing to fight to get through them. Everybody's not willing to fight. Everybody doesn't have that fight. And But we have to understand sometimes, too, if you, if this person can't fight, then I get the opportunity to fight for them until they're strong enough to fight for themselves. You don't leave anybody out there. I want to talk a little bit about judgments, uh, 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 condemnation, all of these different kinds of things. 
the wisdom of God. Why do we need wisdom? We need wisdom in order to help others. We need wisdom in order to help ourselves and then to be able to help others. And as we learn to do this, as we learn to walk in uh, these kinds of areas, then all kinds of things will open up. Yes, we're talking about Thanksgiving. Yes, we're talking about that. But after the big day, after Thanksgiving, after Christmas, going into uh, 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 2021, you're going to have to be equipped because no matter who gets into office, uh, when President Trump comes back into office or if by some chance Mr. Biden ended up in office or someone else ended up there or whatever it is that happened, you're still going to have to have the wisdom to be able to maneuver, the knowledge to be able to deal with situations, the understanding, and the strength to do whatever is necessary. Things in our earth are not getting easier. They're going to get even more difficult. Why? Because there's this thing called an adversary. There's this thing called a Satan. There's this thing called a demonic kingdom. There's all of these things that are coming after you. You know, it is coming after you. It's at your door. And you say, oh, no, 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 no. Not at my door. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's at your door. And if it's not at your door, it's because it's already in your house. Okay. So what you're going to need to do is to learn how to keep it out of your house. And if it is in your house, how to kick it out. And what happens is this, that the, the way that you have to start doing that is in your mind. If your mind is not clear, if your mind is not straight, if you don't, if your mind is not single, if you are still living a life of a victim, then I guarantee you this thing will come in. I'll show you right here in the word of God. It says right here, he says that God will give you wisdom. I mean, I'm here giving you wisdom right now from God. Uh, and, uh, but let him ask in faith without wavering. For he who wavers is like a wave of the sea. Well, what is wave? a wave? A wave is water. It's like the water of the sea. And it is driven and tossed with the wind. Now, here it is. This water is tossed by the wind. So that means if you have a boat on this water, then your boat can be tossed by the wind. If here it is, you're walking on water, you're trying to, 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 to get through water, then, uh, and, and you don't have a firm foundation, you don't have any depth, you don't have anything that's secure, you're gonna be driven, you're gonna be tossed. And the Bible says, let that man, let not, don't let that man think that he will receive anything from the Lord. Why? Because it'll never be able to be found. You're looking for the Lord. You're looking for his wisdom. You're looking for his knowledge. You're looking for his understanding. You're looking for his insight. But here it is. You're being tossed to and fro. So even when it comes to you, you're going to doubt it. 
You're not going to believe this can't come from God. This takes too much energy. This is too hard. This is too hard. This can't be from God. This relationship can't be from God because I got to work so hard at it. This pastor can't be from God. This 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 uh, uh, administrator, these people can't be from God. Look at how mean they are. Look at how this they are. Maybe they are from God. Maybe it is from God. Maybe this is what it means and what's necessary to bring your purpose, your destiny out. Well, you say, I just can't handle it. I just can't handle it. Okay. Then what you do is you don't try to handle it. You allow it to go past you and past you and past you. I guarantee you. God knows just how much you can handle, and he will send people. See, here's the wisdom. Here is the wisdom. God will send someone to flank you. God will send someone to help you. God will send that, and he will not make you feel shame about it. He will not make it so that you feel bad about it. You're saying, here is where I am right now. This is a time where we need to locate. You need to locate where you are. And you need to be honest with yourself, honest with God, honest with your situation as to really where you are. You don't need to pretend to be in a high, elevated place if that's not really where you are. Because I guarantee you, you think, oh, I'm going to fake it until I make it. The adversary will come in, put a bullet up your, I mean, put a bullet, put a, a, a whatever it is that is necessary to come and bring you down. When you recognize this is where I am, this is where my faith is, or this is where my faith is not, this is where my belief is, this is where my belief is not, this is where my heart is, this is where I am, and then you find safe people in your life, and there are safe people. If you're in a congregation, if you're in a church, if you're in a... Uh, uh, an assembly or whatever it is, you're going to find people that are not going to just have to give you, I mean, they're not just going to throw scriptures at you. They're going to find out where you are. And if you can't find people like that, I mean, we have a phone call there. I mean, a phone call, a phone, uh, a website, www.mteminc.org, which your phone number is on there. You can call and there's safe people that will talk to you, that will help you through it. Because if you can't, if you can't be honest with where you are, if you have to be so Christianese, if you have to be so, uh, um, you know, if you have to pretend and go into all of these places, um, you know, then you're never going to make it. But here's the key. When someone, when you go for help, when you go and you need help, whether you go to a therapist, whether you go to uh, a Christian brother or sister, one of the things of it is, is this, you have to make up your mind. See, here's where the double-mindedness thing comes in. You gotta make up your mind that I'm not gonna fight what they tell me to do. See, this is the biggest thing that I've had with people, not my patients. I mean, my patients, they decide, okay, I'm paying this woman, I'm doing thus and so, so therefore my clients, I should say, not patients, uh, my clients, uh, I'm paying her, so I'm paying her, so whatever instructions, whatever homework that she gives me, this is what it is that I'm going to do. But those in a congregation, it's like in church or whatever it is, oh no, I don't want that. Oh no, well what about this? 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 They want all the answers that they're not able to handle. 
when you go and you get some assistance, don't be double-minded. I ask God for wisdom. So God sends me to this person. God says, call uh, so-and-so, call this person, not Dr. Baker, but call this person. And then you call that person and you say, you know what, I need some help. What you're saying is I need some wisdom. And, and, and I'm being led to come to you. And they tell you, here is what it is that is necessary. Here's what it is that I want you to do. And then they go and they try to change what it is that you're telling them, or they want to add to it, or they want to say, yeah, but what if? You see, that's a double-minded person. They're not going to receive anything from God. One of my daughters is telling me today that she makes dressing as the same way I do, closest to how I make it than any, whatever. And so she was going over her ingredients that she had. And so I asked her, I said, I heard you mention all this stuff. Where's your parsley? Oh, do you put parsley in it? If you don't put no parsley in it, you're not going to have the flavor that you're looking for. <coughs> well, I don't see parsley on this list. I said, well, you don't have my list. You don't have my recipes. Okay. And when you <laughs> and my other daughter said, but this it. I do, you know. Okay, if you don't have this on there, then all the ingredients and things that you have is not going to happen. Now you're gonna have to have, well, why should I have to have um, uh, fresh parsley and then dried parsley? Because that's a part of my recipe. Now, if you don't want my recipe, then you go ahead and you make your own, okay? So, what I'm saying is this, if you don't, if you think that I'm successful enough or that I live a victorious enough life and you want to live some of that victory, even though I've gone through uh, hell bent and hell, uh, all of that kind of stuff, I've gone through all kinds of crap, but still I don't come out smelling like it, looking like it and acting like it. You know, I, I don't count, I, I don't thank God for it but I thank him in it, and I do count it joy that he brought me through because that's what it is that I have learned. That's the way it is that I look at things. I never look at myself as a victim. You can't ask God for wisdom and think that you are mistreated, think that you are a victim, think that you are, are, are not able to make it because what you're doing is you're double-minded. You're going to God in doubt. And he says in the book of Hebrews, he that comes to God must believe that God is and that God is what? And that God is a rewarder of those who earnestly, diligently, that means I come to you, God, and I believe that whatever it is that I'm coming to you with, I will receive the answer. Okay, I will receive the answer. Okay, um, I, I like to use things that happen. I have some other daughters that went and did a whole lot of shopping for me. Okay, and they went to the store and they brought this and they picked up this and they picked up this and I'm saying, oh, but I need to have this. And, and, and all of this. And then after they had brought all this stuff and I said, wow, this means that I really do have to cook. Huh. <laughs> and one of 
Ingram said, uh, yeah, this, <laughs> this means that you really do have to cook, okay? Why is that? Because everything was brought. At first it was like, oh, yeah, you know, are you going to cook Thanksgiving dinner? Are you going to do this? Are you going to do this? And, you know, I don't know. I'm thinking about it. But after they brought everything, and they brought everything to the house, and they did all of this, it means that this is serious business. Because it means that I'm going to put all of these things together. You see, all of the ingredients, which is what God is saying, okay, is it easy? No. I guarantee you it is not easy. I'm not like my, uh, I have one daughter. Her dinner is like 7 or 8 o'clock at night, okay? That ain't me. Everything will be ready before 2 o'clock, okay? Everything will be ready before two o'clock. Why is that? Because uh, seven o'clock in the evening, I'm about ready to go to sleep. I mean, I'm about ready to, to, to mellow down. Mm -hmm. I meant my, my, my granddaughter and I will have watched enough stuff, murdering mysteries or whatever it is that we're going to do that we're about to be conked out by that time. Okay, why am I, uh, I I'm, I'm telling you all of this because uh, by the time you finish cutting up this, by the time you finish mixing this, by the time you finish burning your fingers, by the time you finish doing all of these different things, and then all of these ideas coming into your head. Oh, wow, I can cook something with, with this. I can make, I'm definitely going to make my own cranberry sauce. I'm definitely going to do this. I'm definitely going to do this. I'm definitely going to do this. And by the time you finish all of these, definitely going to do all of these great ideas come into your life, okay, come into your head. And I'm sure you're thinking about, oh, I'd love to have this, and I'd love to have this, and I'm going to have this, we're going to have this, we're going to have this, we're going to have this. If you don't plan for it, I guarantee you, you won't even be like my oldest daughter having dinner at 7 o'clock in the evening. It'll be 12 o'clock midnight mm, if you ever have it at all. And that has happened to her before. She is. Show up. <laughs> you know, well, uh, that's okay. I'm not going to do it out. We'll, we'll have it tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Okay? That's not. That's the, that is not. Uh, well, we'll, we'll just self, uh, celebrate Thanksgiving after Thanksgiving. Saturday. That is not. <laughs> That, that they're in the audience here. That is not going to happen, especially to my one my one uh, daughter, Krista. She definitely don't want it to be done the day after. Mm -hmm. She's gonna say, she's smacking uh, like her aunt uh, uh, already, right? Okay. So if we're going to do that, let not that man think he will receive anything from the Lord. Let not that person. Oh, well, you know, I'll get this done today. I'll get this done tomorrow. A double-minded person is unstable in all of their ways. Amen. Okay. I want you to recognize something. That just because you have a difficulty or something hits your life or some situation happens that seems to knock you back, realize this, that that's just one ingredient. And I guarantee you, when you search your house, you will find that you have a bit of it there, okay? Mm -hmm. It's like, uh, uh, I guarantee you, you start to looking on your shelves and you start to looking on a shelf 
of your of the word of God. I guarantee you, you have just what you need to get it so that this situation in your life will work. You don't you're you don't have to be where you don't have what is necessary or what uh, what's necessary to make your life work. The Bible says this in 1 Corinthians, I think it's 10, 13 or 10, 5 or 10 something. He says that there is no situation, no temptation that will come into your life but what is common to man. But God is faithful because he will not allow anything to come into your life that you don't already have the ingredients on the inside of you to produce success. God mm -hmm. intends for you to be successful in everything that you do. One Corinthians. What is it? 1 Corinthians 10:13. 1 Corinthians 10:13. And this is what it this is what it is that he's saying. He's saying, "I have placed the ingredients on the inside of you even before you knew how to cook it up, mm -hmm. even before you knew how to put it together." I have placed it on the inside of you. And then I have given you favor. I have given you influence. I have given you people around you that will give you the wisdom. But the wisdom part of it is, he says, let him ask in faith. And what does that mean? Let him ask with expectation, whatever it is that I need, even if it sounds foolish, because what does God says? He says, I will take the foolish things of the world to confound the wise and bring to naught those things that people think is just grand. Uh, just like the, the, um, the, the leper, uh, Naaman, came to the, the, uh, to the prophet Elijah. Was it Elijah or Elisha? Elisha. Elijah. Came to the prophet Elijah and uh, to, 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 um, uh, to, to be healed. And the prophet told him, go down there in, in, in this river and dunk seven times. Go down to the Jordan and dunk seven times. And here it is. He's saying, he didn't even come out and talk to me. Mm -hmm. Okay? But his servants, now listen to me. Listen to this. His servants had the wisdom. And then he was wise enough to listen to his servants. And they said, Master. If he had come out and told you to do something grand, wouldn't you not have done it? And he says, yes. He says, but he told you to go and do this. Why won't you do it? He went and he did it. Okay? I guarantee you something. When God gives you wisdom, when you ask God for wisdom, it is not going to come in the way that you think it is. It is going to come in a direction or an instruction that you're not going to expect. And see, here is, God has given you this wisdom. Now here is the thing of the wise. You have to be wise in order to receive the wisdom, okay? You have to be obedient in order to receive the wisdom because once the wisdom is given to you, you have to say, okay, I'm gonna take this. I, I, I believe the person that, that God gave it through. I believe that, that God will only give me those things good. Why is that? Because his word says, you're not going to ask for an a, a egg and then he's going to give you a scorpion. <laughs> God's going to give you what it is that you need. So in this season of your life, 
There is much wisdom that God wants to release upon his people, but mm -hmm. you got to be smart enough. You can't be walking around like a dumb butt something, and here it is. I don't want that. I don't want to do it this way. And, 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 and what does that mean? You, uh, someone else, you know, I, I, this, is, this is a hard thing. It seems like a hard thing. And then someone tells you to say, don't say it's hard. Just say, this is a thing. Well, no, it is hard. What do you want me to do, lie? No, I just want you not to say anything. I just want you to, will you do this? Will you do this? This one thing, this simple thing, this kind of thing, will you do this? And I guarantee you that your life will start to change. I want your Thanksgiving. I want this part of your life. I want this time of your life. I want this to be the beginning of something super, super great. And remember, if you have any questions or any of those things to, to text them in or to email them in or however it is that it is, uh, 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 because I'd really love to answer your questions or if it seems like I'm going around and around in circles, I'm not. I'm talking about wisdom for you. I'm talking about the things that you're going to have to go through, the things that are coming up to happen. Um, he says, uh, let the, uh, he says, a double-minded person is unstable. Well, what does that mean? That means that you have no stability. You have no trust, no ability to receive anything from God. Why isn't it from God? Because God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He does not change. God is stable. Okay? Uh, God is sure. And if you're going to walk in that, if you're going to uh, receive from God, then you're going to have to receive from God the way God sends out things. He says, I have given some to be apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. For what reason, God? Well, for you to edify, for you to build up, for you to help grow the body. Well, why do they need to grow? They need to grow so they can look like God. Well, I mean, what would Jesus do? No, 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 no. No, it's not about what would Jesus do. That was about the craziest thing that anybody brought forth. You know, what would Jesus do? Jesus would do what Jesus did. Okay? But you are not necessarily supposed to be doing what Jesus did that way. If your faith is not where Jesus' faith was, how are you going to be able to do it? His disciples didn't even do what Jesus did. So how are you going to be doing what Jesus did? See, that was another thing that... Uh, we pick up these little little uh, these little t-shirt things, you know, uh, like how stupid can you be? That's stupid, okay? You know, what would, anyway, whatever. You know, we pick up those things and we just go about and none of it makes any sense, okay? But what are you supposed to do? Because your purpose, how are you going to look like Jesus the part of Jesus that you're supposed to look like in the earth. How are you going to release the love of Jesus? How are you going to release the part of Jesus? How are you going to release the kingdom of God that's in you? How is the kingdom going to, how is the kingdom of God going to look in and through you for your purpose, for your assignment? Many people are looking for their purpose. I don't know what my purpose is. Your purpose is to be who, the best of you, who you are to be, is to know 
what your assignment is. Your assignment first is to go in all the world. Your assignment first is to be at peace with yourself. Most of the time, people are double-minded because, you know, I have this mind, well, part of my mind says this and part of my mind says that. Well, you know, doggone well, you ain't gonna get nothing from God because you already talked about how double-minded you are. Well, you know, I have a mind that says this, but I have a mind that says this, uh, double-minded. Okay, well, part of me says this and part of me says this, double-minded. Okay, stop saying that. Just stop it. Because the time when you stop it, you says, you know what? I, all of me says this. I don't have it where part of me is saying this and part of me is saying this. Uh, why is that? Because I have peace within. Uh, I have peace with myself. What does that mean? That I'm all together. I mean, if I blow it, I blow it big time. I blow it all at one time. If I don't, I don't. And if I do, I do. That's why the Bible says, let your yes be yes and your no be no. And anything in between is sin. Do we have any questions? Seriously? Come on, people. I'm sitting up here at home. Yeah, I know you got a question. Otherwise, we're going to have a real short session tonight. Okay. All right. He says, um, he says, uh, blessed is the man. Uh, okay. He says in, in verse 12, blessed is the man who endures temptation. Okay. For when he is tried, he will receive the crown of life. Okay. So he says, I empower you to endure the temptations, the situations. He's, he started out with this. He says, uh, my brother, count it all joy when you fall into different types of temptations. So over here, he's saying, blessed is the man who endures the temptation. The temptation, the trial. What is the temptation about? It's the temptation to quit. It's the temptation to, as they say, throw in the towel. It's the temptation not to let somebody fight for you or with you. You see, all the time, I'm not able to fight. I can remember there's been times when I, I've had pain that was so bad that it was hard for me to even think. And I would get on the phone and I would either call my friend Karen uh, and say, I need you to pray for me. Not with me, I need you to pray for me. Or I would call my daughter. And I would say, Lanzine, I need you to pray for me. I need you to pray. And <clears throat> period. So it wouldn't be, well, what do you want me to pray for? What do you want me to pray for? Or what do you want this? It wasn't 50 questions because then I would have been able to hang up. The whole thing of it is, is this. It's like sometimes I, you don't have it where you can do that yourself. Uh, I've had ministers to call and say, I need you to pray for me. And immediately the Spirit of God, because there was that connection, and because that person humbled himself, he says, he says, now, now let the let the brother, now listen to this. Let let the brother of low degree rejoice that he is exalted, but the rich uh, that that he is made low, because as the flower of the grass he will pass away, as the sun rises in the burning heat, and it withers the grass and its flowers fall and his beauty perishes, so will the rich man wither away in his ways. Okay. And then 
he goes on in the next verse, and then he says, blessed is the one that endures temptation. So you know he's not just talking about money. He's talking about, ah, let that one that can admit I'm weak right at this particular moment, and I need some help. And that one, uh, instead of, oh, I got it all together all the time. I mean, everything is always great. I am never down. I mean, I am never any of that. And I don't have any need of anybody. I can manage everything all by myself. Pride, arrogance, all of those things. You will fall. So God is letting it be known. And, and, and you're, uh, we're letting it be known that if you need people, especially during this time and whatever it is, that God will send someone in your path. There are people that you'll be able to, to call or to connect with or whatever. And even if it's something that you have to do through this ministry, there are people here that will pray. There are people here that will pray for you and will get answers. And, and, and whether it's healing, whether it's uh, whatever type of thing it is, they're here for it. Somebody has a question, right? Yeah. I got a question! Let me get excited for a minute. Yippee! Go ahead. Okay. How can I respond with love and peace if politics comes up? How can I? How can I respond with love and peace if politics come up? Oh, well, you're in love and peace. So all you're going to do is respond out of that. I mean, is there a, a, a certain kind of a thing or uh, is there a certain type of a thing? If you'll give me a scenario, then I can help you. But I have love and peace on the inside of me, so it really doesn't matter what kind of politic thing comes up. I'll be able to handle that because I'm at peace with what it is that I know and I believe. And um, being able to respond, I respond with the word of God. I respond with um, with with what it is uh, if I'm a, if I'm attacked on what it is that I believe. Uh, I let that person run their little gamut. And I just have to look at them, and you can respond with laughter. <laughs> you can respond in, in, in different ways. But if you have a scenario, then uh, I really like those. You know, uh, what if this happens, or what if that happens? But I walk in this place called peace. I, I live in a family where I have very few that believe the same way that I do. And... Um, you know, I have some that believe the way that I do. Let's see, very few. One, two, golly, I got, a, I got five fingers on this hand. One, two, maybe three. Anyway, okay, so, <laughs> but I, I, I have a lot that, that don't agree the way that I do or don't see things the way that I do. Um, but I do respond with love and peace because um, I'm sure of why I believe the way I, I do. The Bible says that we ought to have an answer for why it is that we believe what we believe. I believe what I believe because the word of God shows me that I need to believe this way. Um, it shows me that this particular issue is incorrect. It shows me that this particular is issue is not one that I am to agree with. It shows me what I should not agree with. And so that's why I walk in the assurance and that's why I walk with that love. So it, uh, it doesn't tell me to be uh, ethnocentric. It does not tell me to be social centric. 
It does not tell me to be any of these things or situational centric. I like that word centric today. Uh, it doesn't tell me to be any of those things because it tells me to uh, judge nothing uh, after they, the, the physical realm, but to look into the spirit realm. And so as I look into the spirit realm, then this is what it is that I see. Um, I see that God says in, in this, don't murder. So I can't agree with murder. He says, fornication is wrong. All of these are spirit things that manifest in the natural. He says, um, you know, to walk in peace with his word. I walk in peace with his word. He says to obey his word. All of these different things he says. And so I walk in that. So do you have a, um, did you come up with a, um, No scenario, but that was helpful. Oh, okay, okay. Um, yeah, as 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 you as you go through, you know, um, most of the time, people. Um, I, I I had one of my nieces to uh, say, "What do you think?" Well, this was before. Now I haven't. I, mean, I called her a couple of days ago. Actually, I've called her three times, and she hasn't returned any of my calls. She's probably very busy. Um, but one of the things that she was saying that um, this particular party, well, what do you think about this party, about the Republican Party um, uh, putting up false boxes and, and, and trying to cheat with the election? I said, if that's true, then they should be punished. No matter who does it, they should be punished. You see, mm -hmm. what I believe is this. I believe that laws are for everybody. And I don't believe that laws have to change because of my situation. I believe, you know, I remember once I was on my way to church and I was going, uh, I don't know, pretty fast, maybe 90, 95 or something like that. I was just zooming down there. And um, my car, it has a 580 engine. It's um, uh, Mercedes. And so it, 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 even though the car was 30 years old, it still was zooming. And I passed by a policeman and didn't even see him. And he pulled me over, highway patrolman. And he says, did you slow down? Because I must have slowed down uh, a little bit. And he says, did you slow down because you saw me? I said, I didn't see you. And he says, where are you going in such a hurry? I said, uh, <laughs> he says, do you know how fast you're going? I said, no, I really don't. I wasn't even paying any attention to it. And he says, you were going about 95. And I said, oh my goodness, then you do owe me a ticket. And he says, where are you going in such a hurry? I said, I'm going to church. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, he says, well, you were going this fast and you just passed me by. And, um, I said, well, I expect a ticket. I said, in fact, if you don't give me a ticket, then you're not a real highway patrolman. And then while he was getting ready to write this thing up and all of that, I said, I want to let you know, we pray for you every day. I said, I'm not telling you that in order for you not to give me a ticket because I expect a ticket. And I said, I expect you to do your job. And I said, and I thank you for doing your job. And I'm sitting there and he writes it and he says, if I gave you a ticket for this, for as fast as you were going, he says they would uh, suspend your license. 
He says, so I'm giving you this ticket for this so that you can go to traffic school or you can pay it or you can do whatever you want to. And I said, that is so kind of you. I said, I'll go to traffic school. I said, I'll find a school I can go to because I need to go to traffic school if I was going 95 and that. And I said, okay, uh, come here, come here, sweetheart. Let me pray for you. And it was a young white boy. I mean, uh, patrolman. And uh, he gave me his hands, and, and, and I said, come on, baby, let me pray for you. And he gave me his hands, and I prayed for him. And he just looked at me just as strangely, and I said, thank you for this ticket, and I will slow down, and you be safe. I said, we've already prayed for you. I'm going to pray for you again. I said, in fact, I'm the, I'm the pastor or the overseer, and I'm going to preach about this today. And he looked at me, and he shook his head. Why should I get angry with him? We talk about, uh, I, I, I hear people if they bring up the subject for you, well, we get profiled. People get profiled every day. I profile people every day. I had people working in my yard today. They were definitely profiled. I have people that come to my door. I profile them. I do not allow any, just anyone to come into my house. Uh, I'm profiled. I expect to be profiled. I expect to profile people. All of these different things because if you're in God, he says, you have an answer for everything. And a soft answer turns away wrath. So it's like one of these things. Uh, well, you know, my son, my daughter, my, 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 my people, my this, they get profiled. This happens and this happens. And this person is, uh-uh, 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 uh-uh. I don't accuse anyone unless I know what they've done and I have proof to it. Well, this person is a misogynist. This person is a bigot. This person is a, a racist. There's only one racist, and that's the devil, because every human being was made of one blood, so there's only one race of people, and that's the human race. So I would explain that to them. Sometimes you have to educate people because we deal, especially in families, we deal with a lot of ignorant people. Uh, I have a lot of ignorant people in my family, but they don't think that they're ignorant, and that's not a negative that's not a negative thing. It's just that they are, uh, they, they live by, um, let's see, quotes. They live by um, mm, things that they've heard. They live by not studying things out. But even when they study, they don't go to the depth of doing the study. They study with the emotions of I'm going to find where I'm right. That's not the way to study. That's not the way I study. I'm going to find the truth. And in that truth, that truth has to line up with this word. So if this is, I'm, 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 uh, I, I'm theocentric, I'm God-centric. He is the only one that has all the answers. And I look for the answers and I, I, I strain everything through his word. So I want you to walk in this place of peace this week. I want you to walk in this place of joy this week. And I want you to decide that no matter what is going on in this world, no matter what's going on in the uh, government, no matter what's going on in politics, no matter what's going on in religion or church or uh, media, arts, entertainment, your family, uh, your body, or whatever it is, that you, if you don't give up, and if you, even if you just allow someone to feed you with the word of God, to yeah. water you with the word of God, to encourage you, you will get past this.
because there is no situation that is in your life that you can't get through. And I'm here to tell you, I thank God for your taking this time to spend this 40 minutes, 50 minutes, whatever length of time it's been with me so that I can encourage you. If you will have a single mind, I don't understand how God will do it. I don't understand why he even would do it. I don't understand why he hasn't done it yet. I don't understand why my body is still racking with pain. I don't understand why my finances are still jacked up. I don't understand any of the situations I'm, I'm in. But one thing I, I choose to do, I don't even understand or really know or, or I don't know what I believe right now. And all of that, all of that is fine. All of that's good. I hear this on a constant basis. I hear this from a number of people. But one of the things that I say to you is, look, since you don't know, since you're not sure, I know that I am. And keep tuning in to the Tuesday night, to the Sundays, to whatever it is, and allow me to help you. And to the Wednesday night, uh, and, allow, and allow us to help you so that we can fight for you. Really, this is fighting for you. I speak strength into your body. I speak strength into your mind. I speak strength and I speak prosperity. I speak someone giving you something that you need because there is no situation that's gonna come upon you There is that, there, that, that God will not, that he will not do something about. I call forth for someone to do something kind for you. I call forth for you to be able to do something kind for someone else. I call forth for today for something good to happen for you. I call forth for a word that you need, whatever it is that you need, even if it's a small thing. You know, the Bible talks about all it takes is a little leaven, a little bit of yeast will make a whole lot of bread. Mm. And so I call for something good to happen in your life. And uh, if, if, if uh, you don't have anyone to talk to on Thanksgiving day, if you feel lonely or whatever it is, call us, call that number. Uh, uh, you know, call uh, the 408 well, I don't know about the 945-4439, but do the email thing. Crystal will get it. You'll get the email, right? Even on Thanksgiving day? Cause you can send them to me I mean, you don't have to answer it. I'll talk to people. I ain't doing nothing. I mean, you know, nothing really great except cooking a lot of food and doing all that kind of stuff. But I gather people to go, uh, whatever it is, I want to encourage you. And you're important enough for me. You're important enough to me. You're important enough to this ministry for someone to get back to you. I don't take days off like that. I mean, I don't have it because people's lives are at stake. And I would hate to have it so that a turkey leg or a, a, a turkey wing or a dressing or a pie or something like that was more important to me than you were. So I have time to pray for you. I have the opportunity to pray for you. Uh, I ain't gonna take no long day with you. And I'm not talking to anybody that's in our congregation that calls me on a constant basis. I am not gonna deal with that, okay? I'm talking about people that are out there that are really in need. And so I bless you, I bless you, I bless you. Remember, www.mteminc.org. 
and those people out there that want to give into this ministry, you can go there, you can push the offering button and you can do that. Our regular people, uh, you can, you know, pay your tithes, offerings, gifts of love or whatever it is. I just want you to know that you are loved, that God loves you and I love you and the people in this uh, ministry loves you and that we have time for you and that uh, we are available, that somebody is available. I don't want anybody to be alone. I don't, you know, uh, I'll tell you this quick thing. When my kids were growing up, it was so interesting. On Thanksgiving, I would always cook. I mean, I would cook a big meal. It was always a lot of food. I find people in my house that I didn't know. Who is this? Well, they didn't have no place to go. My son was really big at this. He'd bring people home and uh, uh, not just when they were small, I remember living on uh, Meridian Avenue at this little bitty house. I mean, little bitty house, but I was gonna cook this grand meal. And uh, it was, the kitchen was so small, I don't even know how I cooked so much food. I was cooking for a whole day and a half or whatever it was. There were people sitting on the stairs. There were people in the backyard. There were people all over. There were people over by the garage. There were people everywhere. They brought people from everywhere. Why? I don't want these people to be by themselves. They didn't have no place to go. They didn't have no people to be with. So we invited them over here. And I'm thinking, okay, you know, you, you know, uh, 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 we have always had that. So, uh, and I, no, I'm not going to give you my address. No. <laughs> But I'm gonna give you my email address, so I'm letting you know that you do not have to be you don't have to be alone. This is the way God is. I have the heart of God, and the heart of God says is that I have time for you. So www.mteminc.org, and uh, we're here to help you. And thank you for joining us. Thank you for joining me here at home on the day or two before Thanksgiving. Remember, Pastor Lantine will be doing her call tomorrow evening from her home and uh, I'll see you next time um, next week from the studio no I won't see you from the studio nope next week I'm not doing it we have movie night next week because it's the first week of the month and then my birthday is a couple of days after then and I'm going to be celebrating that and uh, I'll be back in a couple of weeks to tell it like it is on the Tuesday night chats bye bye